From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, Sherrianna and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more. Welcome to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sherrianna. I'm your host, and I want to welcome you to the show. I'm so excited that you're listening in here today. As always, I have a great show lined up for you. Now, I wanted to let you know that you have a chance to come see me in person. I would love to see you in person. I'm going to be at Kripalu Yoga Health Retreat Center. That's in Lenox, Massachusetts. If you've never been there, it's absolutely gorgeous. The food is amazing, by the way. And I'm going to be there with another author, author Shannon Kaiser, and she's going to be on the show as well. So you can get to know her a bit, but she's kind of, um, she's, she's kind of a big wig out there and she's doing some really great stuff. And we're going to be bringing our styles together. We're very similar and I have my emotional detox, right? So my latest book is called Emotional Detox Now. Shannon actually read my emotional detox book and quoted from it in her new book, which is called Return to You. And she called me and she said, I'd like to use your quote. I love your quote. And the quote is, there's only one emotion and that is love. Everything else is a reaction. So that's an actual quote from Emotional Detox. There's only one emotion, love. Everything else is a reaction. So Shannon called me one day and she's like, I love your quote. I want it. It's, it's going to actually open a chapter in my book. And then as we got talking, we realized, you know, we we work well together. We have, there's a, a lot of alignment there. And so we're going to join together to create a fabulous weekend on July 8th to July 10th, where you can spend the weekend really decompressing, releasing. I will be guiding you through some emotional cleansing. We will be really cultivating peace. We will be getting grounded and centered and balanced together. And if you haven't read any of my books in terms of the emotional detox series, the same formula that I use for an emotional detox is the formula for manifesting. I want you to know that. So it's like one-stop shopping. If you want to learn how to manifest, you've got to learn how to process what you feel. <laughs> and the good news is, is you can release so much, especially what we've accumulated individually and collectively over the last couple of years. So I just wanted to let you know that's happening. Go to my website, sherriannaboyle.com, and you can get all the information there. Now, today is a special show, and I'm going to introduce you to my guest in just five seconds. This meeting is being recorded. Christy Robinette, welcome to Just Ask Spirit. 
Thanks so much for having me. Oh, it's it's my pleasure. So uh, my audience is on the edge of the, uh, edge of their seat. They they don't they have no idea, right? Who they they're just getting introduced to you. So you are the author of a book called "Embrace Your Empathy, Make Sensitivity Your Strength." Uh, you are also a psychic medium, correct, Christy? I am. Yes, I am. And I love your website because you say basically I see and talk to dead people. <laughs> And I don't like calling them dead because I think that they are more alive than we are here. I love that. I want to know more about that in a moment. So um, it, I saw somewhere on your website that this has been something that you've been doing for a long time in terms of your ability to connect with the other side. So what do you like, if you don't like to call them dead, what do you like to call them? Um, just our loved ones on the other side. Okay. So you call them our loved ones on the other side. And can you tell us more about that? Like, what if you're someone who doesn't have a lot of, like you weren't close with a lot of loved ones on the other side, then what does that mean? Yeah. You know, I get that a lot. I'll have someone in the office that's like, well, I don't really have anybody. And then I bring somebody through and they're like, oh yeah, I guess I did have that person. There's (laughs) always somebody and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a relative. It could be a neighbor or a teacher or an in-law. There's always somebody. And we have guides and we have guardians that we didn't have this earthly relationship with either that also watch over us as well. So I think we're such a strong-willed, stubborn population society that believes I can do this all myself And um, really, we've got whispers from our loved ones or our guides or angels from the other side that's saying, go left, go left, go left. I told you to go left. And then they're like, (laughs) nobody's here to help me. I went right. And they're like, oh, I think that a lot of times they just look so frustrated on the other side, slamming, you know, their hand against their forehead, which they really don't have because they're not physical beings, but in a visual, you know, way. That is exactly what they're doing because we just don't, we don't listen to the people here most of the time. And it is like a whisper for those on the other side to be communicating with us. Ah, That's fascinating. And I, I couldn't agree with you more because I remember getting a reading years ago and I've been teaching yoga for over 20 years. And I remember them asking me about someone on the other side who was there for me. It was one of my yoga students. And I never, you know, because we always think, oh, it's going to be someone like my grandmother or someone like that. Right. And it was, and they described this person to the T. And I remember there was this big thing at the studio when we were raising money and it was, but yet I wasn't, this was someone that would go to my classes but right. I didn't necessarily have a direct, right? So it was the strangest thing. I'm like, oh, that, oh, wow. That person's there for me right now. That's pretty cool, right? Isn't that awesome? Because I think that we do have transitional people that, I mean, it's not going to be someone that you met once at the grocery store. You know, yeah. there's typically a rhyme and a reason that comes from it. And they, you know, they want to help us. They want to help us on our journey. And typically it's because, of the journey that they had or the journey that they should have had. So there are dots that connect with it. But I think, I mean, I had a reading years ago where they described a person and said they passed on your birthday and 
I'm like, I don't know who this is. And it was probably six months later, I'm driving in the car and it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, oh my gosh, now I feel so bad because it was a, I don't want to say a random person, but nobody that was really close with me. And I think she was just apologizing for passing away on my birthday, but I didn't even remember. So apparently it didn't affect me as much as maybe she thought it would have, or, or it did affect me. Interesting. And I love what you just said a few moments ago, where we're stubborn. And I couldn't agree with you more, Christy, that we are stubborn. We don't listen, do we? And we don't. And you're so right. (laughs) You're so right that we don't listen to each other. And and what you're saying is there's no different the way we deal with spirit, right? And you say, so we're, there are people on the other side, love, loved ones, spirit. Would it, how do you differentiate this? How do you different? Do you differentiate spirit as in our own spirit from spirits? I really don't. Okay. I Tell really us about don't. that. It is, you know, when we lose our physical body, we go into the other side, whatever that entails for you, because I think we create our other side as well. And we are our soul and we are our spirit. And so our soul is connected and our spirit is connected to our personality from here and our memories and our things that we loved and things we didn't love, but we're scrubbed of our physical and our mental illnesses that we here had here in this earthly plane. So we are the perfect part of who we were, who we should have been there. And it doesn't mean we're perfect because we're not. So if our personality is, you know, just a really difficult person here, and that's our personality and not a mental illness, then on the other side, we're going to be a difficult person. If we're a quiet person here, we'll likely be a quieter person on the other side. So everything we experience through our lifetime here isn't for nothing. And I think so often we forget that the trips we take, the people we meet, the classes that we we have, the coaches that we meet, all of those things are helping us grow through our life experience, just so that when we go home, meaning the other side, we can actually have like the most amazing heaven that we want. So you're saying we keep our uniqueness. So when we when you say personality, our likes and dislikes, we we don't have mental or physical illnesses. Meaning we're not going to be in pain and we're not suffering. That's what you mean. Okay, so that that gets all cleared up, (laughs) right? And and but yet but yet if we're still going to be the same personality that we were, and and therefore we'll be sort of recognizable. Would would you agree? We are. Yeah. And then that's exactly like if you're having a session with a medium and you had a difficult relationship, let's say with a father or grandfather, and they were a narcissist and they were militant and they were argumentative. And then the medium brings through, oh, I have this loving grandfather who just couldn't wait till you got over there and, (laughs) you know, bake chocolate chip cookies with you. And you're like, that does not feel right. Like I am not that they're either tuning into somebody else, but not likely the grandfather that was militant and hard. So we are our own unique person. And I I think that oftentimes we, I was raised in a parochial upbringing. So I was raised Lutheran and I was raised that when you go to the other side, you kind of lose your uniqueness and you lose your personality and everyone's just singing in the choir. Like you (laughs) become 
a sheep, you know, and they even call it that, you know, you are the sheep. Mm -hmm. And I was, I always fought my teachers because I did not see it that way. And I've seen spirits since I was a toddler. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they're like, well, and you shouldn't even see them because they're locked up in heaven and you won't see them until you have that reunion when animals don't go to heaven either, because, you know, animals don't have souls. And I'm like, this is so confusing because it's so different than what I saw, not what I wanted to believe, but what I saw. And, um, you know, I think that a higher power wouldn't, I don't know, wouldn't take our loved ones away in every way. So Christy, I ask every single one of my guests this question. And the question is, how do you define spirit? Because what I'm hearing you say is you, you, you call it a soul, right? You say the soul is a personality and it has your memories and it has your learnings, right? And, mm-hmm. and then um, again, we, we go on to the other side and then we, we don't have these ailments and so on and so forth. In terms of ocu- occupying the spirit here on earth, how do you see that? You said you didn't differentiate it. Do you, what do you mean by that? I think soul and spirit is connected. Okay. I think that you can't split those two. Well, now I'm now I'm going to backtrack because okay. I've met people that I feel don't have a soul. I have ah. sat in back. Uh, I have sat in front of wow. serial killers and those in prison where I did not feel that they had a soul. I felt that they had a spirit, but I didn't feel that they had a soul. So now I'm overcomplicating it and overthinking it a little. That's okay. You can complicate it here. It's just our spirit. We are not, uh, (laughs) we, we go all over the place. Okay. So, uh, okay. So you have met some people that you feel are soulless. I have. Yeah. and, And you just don't feel as if they have a conscience and you feel as if they're not going to grow or they have the opportunity for growth and maybe they're sent here from I don't know where or how or why to mm. cause chaos in mm. this and it is the battle of the good and the evil and to create balance I guess in this lifetime and for us to learn kind of on our feet it's like a quest that we have to continue to evolve And so many going back to that stubborn drive, that Mm -hmm. stubbornness, so many get frustrated and depressed and they Mm -hmm. stop growing because of all of the sadness. You think of like the Ukrainian war and all of the empathic energy that comes from that or even from the last two years of the pandemic. And so many have just kind of hit pause on their life instead of continuing. And and so many have grown. I don't want to say that. Of course. Yes. Of but course. In the beginning, so, everybody was like, I'm going to do a puzzle. I'm going to learn how to play the piano. I'm going to. And then right. they got tired. It was a tired. So our souls do yeah. get tired. And we want somebody else to sort of glitter them up, sparkle them up a little bit. Yes. And we don't want to do it ourselves. Therefore, that's why coaches are so important, whether it's a life coach or a medium or a yoga right. coach or somebody yes. who is more vibrationally heightened to help carry them up a little ways until they can walk themselves. 
Yes. Um, and so in terms of the, when you, when you come against a soulless behavior, right? So when you see something horrible, horrible things going on in the world and you say, how do you, they, there's no conscious, right? I mean, the war, you're like, what, how, how does that happen? How does anybody with a spirit, I, I completely can see your angle here, Christy, why you would backtrack on that. You say, how, how would you kill all those people and have a spirit? I don't get that. Right. And I think sometimes people get scared. We have these conversations and they get scared, right? And they get worried. Is this person a soul? How would I know? Are they a narcissist? And then, and then they start, right, really getting protective and they start sure. getting reclusive, right? And putting the guard up and putting the layer up. And I was like, oh, no, 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 that's not the way to protection. Would you agree? Yeah, I think there's got to be a healthy balance of yeah. that. In, instead yeah. of what I called putting a bunch of deadbolts on the door, you're allowed to have the screen door. The screen door can be locked. You're keeping the bugs out. You're keeping the robbers out. And some of them might break through any which way, no matter what protection you have up. Mm. But you start losing yourself when you put too many guards up. Mm. And that can be extremely mentally challenging when you do that too, because then there's all that work to learn where the keys are, where are the keys to all those deadbolts that I locked? And now I don't even know how to, you know, take them down or to remove them or what tools exists. Cause there's always going to be narcissists. Yeah. There's always going to be gaslighters. There's always going to be a negative person that you're going to have to encounter, but yeah. how the challenge is, how do you grow through that? And going back to my book, you yeah. know, I, I go into a chapter, especially on narcissists with, to be careful because there's so many masked people out there, so many, so many masked energies that pretend that they're just broken and they want the help. Yes. And, you know, it's like they're on the side of the road, you know, with a sign, I got a flat tire, but really their tire is fine. And you're like, oh, oh, I feel you. I've had a flat tire. Let me, let me help you. Let me fix you. And before you know it, you're, you are literally carrying that person until they destroy you. Yeah. And an empath then says, I must be weak. I'm too sensitive. Yeah. I'm not of this lifetime. I'm not of this world. And the damage starts to become deep. Yeah. And I just don't want that anymore. It's why I wrote the book. I see. And, too many well, and, and pe people that are just tuning in, Christy, I uh, uh, just want everyone to know her new book is called Embrace Your Empathy, Make Sensitivity Your Strength. Embrace Your Empathy, Make Sensitivity Your Strength. And, and I, I completely agree with what you are saying. And I love the way that you're framing it in terms of be careful. They could be masked. They could be like, help me, help me, but they really don't need any help. Right. And we could be too quick to go in. The other thing I want to mention in terms of the bolts, you mentioned the bolts. Sometimes we put too many late guards up. And the thing that I find is if you, if you put too many shields up, you can't feel anymore. Right. <laughs> and I'm yeah, sure that I'm, I'm, you go numb. That's right. How are you going to be safe going numb, everybody? Yeah, you, you stop 
you stop trusting your intuition and everyone has, you know, whether you call it a gut feeling or an intuition, it doesn't have to be woo woo. You know, it doesn't have to be detailed to that. I think everyone has that muscle, you know, that spiritual muscle. And the more that you work that muscle and you trust that muscle, it becomes muscle memory. So if you put those deadbolts up, you then are telling that muscle, I don't trust you anymore. And I don't want you to, you know, you're not helping me and your intuition, whether that is your own higher good or it's your guides or your angels or your loved ones on the other side, they, they're like, wait a minute, you know, we won't lead you wrong. We will never lead you wrong. It's your fear that's Mm. leading you into the improper places. And, And intuition is a knee jerk reaction. It is a black and white, a go right, not left. Don't second think through it. Fear is, has you spinning, has you going pro con lists and maybe, and I don't knows and what it should have could have, but in the past and all of that, that is fear that starts to speak. That is not intuition. Mm, Okay. And I love what you just said. You said that, that your loved ones will never lead you wrong. Right. And that if we don't, they won't lead you wrong. And I I don't think we hear that enough, Christy. I think that's something we could hear over and over and over again. Can you just tap into that a little bit? Because um, and and how this ties into your book, because are you feeling like part of why you wrote this book on empaths is because empaths don't trust and don't their intuition? Is that how this all comes together? I mean, you have the strong history in mediumship and here you are writing about empaths. So there's a connection there, right? There is a connection and there's different categories of being an empath. There's being a physical empath, which feels the physical pain and emotional empath, which feels the emotional pain or the emotional energy. There's an earth empath, which feels the energy from the the earth or animals or the geo part of it. And then you do have the intuitive empath and they do tend to almost every part of the categories of those empaths, they tend to embrace that intuitive side in some way, shape or form. So the intuitive empath is the knowing. Mm -hmm. Some of them don't want to classify themselves as psychic and that's okay. You Mm -hmm. know, some of them feel uncomfortable and an empath isn't necessarily a psychic, but all um, all all psychics are empath or all mediums are empaths what i found mm-hmm. um not all empaths are psychic though so or medium but huh. and and maybe it's because they just don't want to be like I, sure. I was on a show yesterday and they, they were like we do not want to be psychic we do not want to see quote dead people <clears throat> we don't want to do that and i'm like that's okay you know some mm-hmm. people I don't want to play baseball. That's okay. Can I? <laughs> yes. Can I play it well? No. I know what my talents are and what they're not and what muscle I want to work with it. And so that's with regards to the empaths. They've, they have from childhood, a lot of them have experienced trauma. 
Mm. And a lot of empaths are afraid that they are, they've been told they were too sensitive, get thicker skin, get it together. You'll never accomplish anything if you're too sensitive. So then, like we said, they put up the bolts and they say, okay, well, I've got to change. And then they change, but they harden themselves. And all the while they're like, I don't feel like myself. I, I'm losing yeah. myself and I don't know why. Well, I know why. And they really do know why because right. of the trauma from the past that they never healed. And they're worried they're going to pick up more of that trauma if they continue on the road that they are. And really all they're doing is they are just, they're not even going a different route. They're just throwing construction barrels and they're just stopped. And how, do you, even- how do you define trauma, Christy? So when you say the trauma from the past, I know there's many levels of that. How do you define trauma? So there are, there's many levels. And I think that sometimes we consider trauma to be the worst of the worst things Mm -hmm. like a death or a divorce or a house fire or, you know, something like that. But Mm -hmm. trauma can also be being in an abusive relationship, you know, as a teenager, it can be being an offender bender, you know, and now you don't even realize that you're clenching every time you get into the car, there can be, you know, falling down the steps that you did one time, it can trigger trauma. So I think that we sometimes excuse Mm. our court. That's what I was getting at. Yes, yes. Or minimize or my trauma is not as bad as their trauma. Therefore, it's not really a trauma, right? It's not a competition. It's it's not. not Yeah. Trauma's trauma. (laughs) It's true. And then you feel like you're supposed to somehow heal everybody else. You're somehow supposed to change the world by yourself. Absolutely. And we have this, this thing that we say to ourselves, well, you know, somebody else's life is so much worse than mine. What do I have to complain about? These are the ways that we minimize, you know, I'm lucky I have food. I'm lucky I have, right. But, but what you're doing is you're minimizing the trauma. And you're, you're just shoving it away and shoving it away. And, and I think that came from programming for a lot of people. I was raised yeah. with just be happy with what you have. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I am. It's not that I'm unhappy with what I have, mm. but I also want more. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that either. No. We have to take a quick break, Christy. Wow, this is absolutely fascinating conversation. So again, if you're just tuning in, I'm talking to Christy Robinette, the author of Embrace Your Empathy, Make Sensitivity Your Strength. We'll be right back after the break. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a spiritual teacher and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of nine books that can help empower lives from Emotional Detox Now 
the four gifts of anxiety, to mantras made easy, and the conscious parenting guide to childhood anxiety, there is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at sherryannaboyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. of magic for a more purposeful and passionate life with professional astrologer and psychic medium Rachel Lang. Discover magic as a spiritual power that's alive within you and experience signs and synchronicities that make you feel less alone and more a part of the whole. Mention discount code DREAM for 20% off when you register for the Demystifying Magic Realize Your Power and Shape Your Life workshop at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, July 1st to the 3rd. Learn more at eomega.org. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sherrianna, and I'm speaking with Christy Robinette. You can find Christy at christyrobinette.com. Latest book is Embrace Your Empathy, Make Sensitivity Your Strength. And before the break, we were talking about trauma. Stop minimizing it, folks. <laughs> right? Trauma's trauma. Okay, there's little traumas, there's big traumas, but it's still trauma because when you when you minimize it, then you keep yourself down. Right, Christy? You hold yourself, you, you keep yourself down. And, and sometimes you hold yourself back and you're not, it's not like you have to go out and, and create a new career for yourself, but certainly embrace, you say embrace, make sensitivity, your strength. Let's talk about that, Christy. Yeah. I think that we forget that there are a multitude of tools that we can utilize and that they don't have to be scary. So a lot of people are afraid of going to therapy. Therapy is a great tool, though. Mm, it is. Yeah. If it's the right therapist, and just so you know, not every therapist or therapy is equal. So if you've tried it before, you can try something different. So therapy is one tool. And then we get a little bit more woo-woo, and we can utilize the meditations or yoga or Pilates exercise, getting the serotonin going in your body and rebalancing your chakras using singing bowls or again, the crystals and utilizing something along the lines of that. My favorite way to sort of get back to myself is to go to a farm. So I love brushing the horses. The horses are such a spiritual animal and my son's got chickens and one of my favorite things is they are like toddlers and they love to run up to you and then you throw them and they really don't fly, but they think that they can fly, which I love. And it's such a good metaphor for our lives as, you know, if you think you could do it, you could do it. And then they run back and they go, make me fly again, make me fly again, like a little, Aww. like a little kid. So you might not have chickens to play with, but there are some, you know, amazing 
other tools that work that include um, affirmations and doing a class, you know, that or life coaching or cooking or baking. I think so often people think that they're supposed to do these Buddhist Zen like sitting in the quiet with, you know, on their knees. And in the meantime, they're like, I've got laundry to do. I've got all this other stuff to do. And you're not really getting the benefit of meditation. So five minutes is all it takes to deep breathe and just do a cleansing, uh, re-grounding yourself, go hug a tree, go throw a chicken, go <laughs> walk in the grass, go take a bubble bath with sea salt. There's so many things that don't, they're not timely, but yeah. just self-care is super important to getting back to who you are. And an empath has a really hard time with self-care because they're so busy taking care of everybody else. I couldn't agree more. So if any of you are thinking about chickens, just get the chickens. <laughs> Just we get, do have personalities. Yeah, the chickens. Right? I I don't have chickens. I would. I've always wanted chickens. Um, actually, you know, during during the pandemic, our our big thing for me it was for years. I wanted a swimming pool for years, right? And so. I just said, we're doing it. We're getting a swimming pool. And the kids were like, really? You wait until we're in college. <laughs> now you're the fun house. Great. Thank you. Yeah, like now you're the cool mom, right? Like it took you that long and it's salt water. So I absolutely love it. I'm so That's happy. It, it, I just absolutely. So I feel so grateful and so happy that I uh, did it. And then, you know, like a lot of people during the pandemic, my husband's job was hit and my job was hit. And then it was right. like, crap. Oh my gosh. We, what did we do? Right. You don't um, need a swimming pool. <laughs> what are we thinking? Right. During this time, but you know, it all works out. It all it does. works out. And it's just the, the point is go with your gut, right? If yes. it's something you've been thinking about gnawing on, if, if it's being called to you, whatever it is, go to the ponds, you know, do whatever, whatever calls you, like you said, it doesn't have to be this extravagant vacation. Um, no, I have right? so many people in my office. It's like, I've always wanted to play the guitar or the piano or the xylophone or whatever, steel drums. And I'm like, don't you realize that that spirit is calling you now? Are you going to join ZZ Top's band? <laughs> no, likely no. Yeah. You know, the Rolling Stones are not going to say, hey, you're the next Mick Jagger. But it still is. It's a vibration. So music yeah. utilizes the different vibrations. If you're drawn to a musical instrument, and even if you don't think you're gifted, you don't know until you practice and you try. Right. And I think we, as we get, especially I'm, I'm over 50, we get to a certain age where we're like, oh, you know, we're an old dog. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. That's ridiculous. <laughs> if you look in history, most of the people that were successful actually started in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Just start. Wow. So in terms of so you mentioned a whole bunch of self-care techniques and I love the way you say 
it doesn't have to be this extravagant vacation. It doesn't have to be right. Everything doesn't have to be perfect. Top of the line stuff. It can just be in your own backyard or your own home, whatever that you're drawn to in terms of an empath who is feeling depressed feeling like they've internalized all the problems of the world. They're really upsetting them, having a hard time staying in balance. What do you say? Do you feel like at that point, Christy, you need to, well, you mentioned therapy. Is that what you mean by you kind of have to up the ante? Like if you're in it, right? Yeah. Now if you're, if you're knee deep in it, there is no shame in going to your primary doctor or a therapist. There's no shame in getting on medication if that's what the medical professionals believe is best because we all go through different periods of time where we need help. And again, that mental health stem, you know, the, the whole, um, Stigma. Stigma. Yeah. Of, I'm trying to think of the word. I'm like stimulus stigma. Sorry, <laughs> I'm an English major, by the way. Um, the stigma of that is still, we talk about it, but it's still so deep yeah. that, and an empath again is like, I don't have time to take care of myself. I'm taking care of everybody else. I don't have the time to go to physical therapy. I don't have the time to go for mental therapy. I don't have, I cannot tell you, I do this too. My knee is hurting. I need to go to physical mm-hmm. therapy. And I'm, I even told them like, I don't have time. I'm taking care of my dad. Mm-hmm. And they were like, how are you going to be able to take care of your dad if you are hurting? And I'm like, stop throwing this back in my face. <laughs> I know. Stop it. Like you're preaching to the choir. I get it. But we are, you know, going back to the stubborn personalities. Yes. Yes. How can we get better or how can we improve our ability to hear? So you back to the beginning of our conversation of our, they will never lead us wrong, right? They're only there to help, right? So how do we become more open to that? How do we receive that? And again, we're going back to gut, right? We're going back to intuition. Right. Um, what have you learned in terms of you've been doing this since you were three years old? Yeah. You know, and I think the biggest thing is trusting. It's mm. trusting the messages that you're receiving, even if they don't make sense in this moment of time yeah. and not letting anyone derail you. I was working a police case years ago and I had, and I've, I've done that for years mm. and I had somebody ask me, well, what if you're wrong? Mm-hmm. And I was like, not in an ego way, but I never thought I was wrong because I was receiving the information and I was just honestly the telephone operator. And I, for about a year, I tripped myself up, second guessing mm-hmm. myself in, in lieu of listening to my intuition. And it took me a while to get back on the horse and, and get back into another police case. So the first thing is trusting. The second mm-hmm. is you're going to have tests along the way. You're going to have people that try to trip you. You're going to have people that are like, what are you doing? What you're changing? What is wrong with you? You're not the same person. Yeah. That is not a negative. If they are detecting that you are, quote, changing, it means that you're growing and you're making them feel uncomfortable because they are still staying in the same space that they are. And Mm -hmm. so that is when you're going to have the tests. You have to go quiet. You have to turn off the noise. You have to turn off the television and the electronics and you have to go 
do a meditation, go for a walk, take a shower, that bubble bath, but stop having so much worldly noise around you where you can't even hear that inner voice and then listen to what that inner voice sounds like or feels like, mm. or, you know, you, you might feel it in your chest. That might be the, a no, you might feel that airy feeling in your head and it's a yes, or you might feel that gut, you know, instinct or mm. see something in your mind's eye or see something out in nature that is giving you the go forward or maybe not right now. And that goes back to trust. It all right. stems right back to trusting back the to messages trust. that you're getting. Trusting yeah. and listening. And I don't know if this is happening or has happened to you, Christy, but for me, when what I'm starting to learn um, and is that when I work with clients and we, you know, I do the emotional detox and then we connect to spirit. Right. Um, and that's, that's how I go about it. But when I'm finding that I have to really detach from time. Okay. Because I'm, li I'm listening to you talk and I'm realizing, and maybe this is happening or has happened to you as well, that let's say that someone schedules 60 minutes, right? Let's say, right within 15 minutes, you're flying high as a kite. And you're like, I feel so much better. This is great. But our minds tell us, well, I paid for 60 minutes. So I want to make sure I get my 60 minutes. Right. So I then they spend time trying to pull up other stuff. Right. And now it's like, now we're going in a whole, and I, and I'm just honoring because it is their time, you know, they signed sure. up. It is what the agreement is and I'm just going, but I'm also finding what I'm learning as a, a whatever you want to call a coach or is, you know, sometimes it's okay to say, you know, I feel great. That's enough. Right. It's like eating a meal, knowing when you're full. <laughs> right. Right. And then saying, I'm full. I can, I don't need to order dessert. <laughs> right. 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 And I think as human beings, we get stuck in this. I want to get my money's worth. <laughs> right. Yeah, I want to get exactly all my time. Me. Right. That yeah. me, me, me. I, do you find that too, Christy? Yeah. I, I, although I will say that I can talk to a tree stump for an hour and it's fine. <laughs> so I, I'm yes. a little bit of a chit chatter, Yes, but yeah, no, absolutely. I, I have honestly, this sounds, well, I don't want it to sound terrible, but I have honestly looked at the clock. I have to set a timer because I don't have a sense of time when I do a reading. Yeah. I just have zero. So yes. 15 minutes might feel like 60 minutes to me or 60 minutes might feel like 15 minutes. There's, there's no, and heaven, you know, the other side doesn't have a concept of time or exactly. calendar often either. Exactly. So, but I have also, you know, done 15, 20 minutes and then looked at the clock and went, I am so tired. I'm exhausted. I feel like I ran a marathon and I've got 40 more minutes to give them. Interesting. I, I have actually stood up before in a session and go, I need to stretch. Like I just <laughs> literally just give me a second and I need to stretch. And Interesting. And it depends on the energies. Sometimes they're harsher the energy. energies or harsher messages. Yeah. yeah. And, and so yeah. Some, sometimes you need the 60, but I'm finding sometimes you don't need the 60. And so it's just, it's just an interesting thing that's been going on. And I realize where all our little attachments are, right? As human yeah. beings, our yeah. little attachments, we don't realize when, when we work in this spirit, there is no time. 
and anything, there's there's none and anything is possible. And, and so, boy, this is exciting. So we are going to take a quick break, everyone. If you're just tuning in once again, I'm, I'm speaking with Christy Robinette. Her new book is called Embrace Your Empathy, Make Sensitivity Your Strength. We are going to take a quick break. Christy and I are going to do a cleanse. She's going to cleanse with me. And then she's going to deliver a message. I'm going to deliver a message. It's going to be so much fun. So make sure you come back right back after the break. Looking for a fun and relaxing getaway? Omega Rest and Rejuvenation Retreats are a great way to unwind and renew your spirit. Sit and read in the garden, explore the woodland trails, or try a daily yoga or meditation class. You can stretch your body, quiet your mind, and do as much or as little as you choose. Located in Rhinebeck, New York, just 90 miles north of New York City, Omega's natural environment and quiet pace allow for extraordinary experiences to unfold. Learn more at eomega.org. Are you looking for a simple way to stay in shape and care for your emotions? Well, look no further. It's Sherrianna here. And I want you to know I have been teaching yoga for over 20 years. My style might be a little different. I include a little bit of cardio, yoga, breath work, and of course, you're going to hear my emotional detox teaching sprinkled in. People describe my classes as therapy. (laughs) So zoom in and practice yoga with me live on Tuesdays at 930 Eastern or Thursdays, noontime Eastern, where you can take it on demand as I record everything. Go to sherriannaboyle.com, click explore memberships to learn more. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Looking for a fun and relaxing getaway? Omega Rest and Rejuvenation Retreats are a great way to unwind and renew your spirit. Sit and read in the garden, explore the woodland trails, or try a daily yoga or meditation class. You can stretch your body, quiet your mind, and do as much or as little as you choose. Located in Rhinebeck, New York, just 90 miles north of New York City, Omega's natural environment and quiet pace allow for extraordinary experiences to unfold. Learn more at eomega.org or call 800-944-1001. When we think of a detox, we usually think of it as a physical experience. But what about a mind-emotional detox? With Sherrianna Boyle's new book, Emotional Detox Now, you get just that. Inside, you will find 135 of Sherrianna's signature cleanses laid out for you. In just five minutes a day, you can enjoy the soothing benefits of an emotional detox. Imagine feeling centered, calm, and free. With an emotional detox now, you can. Grab your book today at your favorite bookstore or go to sherriannaboyle.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, 
bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. All right, so we're back. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit, and we're getting ready for you. Um, We are, I'm here with Christy, and we're getting ready to channel a reading for you folks. Christy intuitively grabbed her cards. And by the way, if you're just tuning in, Christy Robinette is the author of Embrace Your Empathy, Make Sensitivity Your Strength. And here we are. So I, she grabbed her cards, everyone. And I grabbed my cards. Once she grabbed hers, I was like, oh, I'm going to get my cards. <laughs> and we started spreading our cards out. So we're both sitting here. If you can picture this, she's got her cards all spread out. I got my cards all spread out. And we're going to select any kind of message and see what comes through. Do you want to go first? You look like you're staring at a certain card. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just staring. It's actually really good. Can I tell you like, because I think this is a message for you. Oh boy. Here we go, everyone. Yes. Here we go. One, one, (laughs) there's actually a male energy, like a grandfather energy that stands next to you and he's a bit tough. So you might not have had an earthly relationship with him in the way like a grandfather might be, but yet I feel like we talk about the orientation on the other side that they have and that soul cleanse that they have. I feel like he went through that. He's a bit militant to me, you know, just his energy, but he's, and he feels like he's dad's side of the family. So just so you know, it feels like it's dad's side. Okay. So, but the big message that they keep showing is that there are going to be some big career changes that are happening for you in the next 12 months and they're super positive. The only kind of weird thing that they show with it is that there's two different avenues that you can go in. And it's sort of like if you're looking at broadcasting, if it's radio or if it's television or if it's, you know, leadership roles or, you know, life coaching or events, like it feels like they don't necessarily go together. It's almost like they're saying, choose one. And then put your focus in on that. They don't want you to be too polarized with doing too many different things. And it doesn't mean that you can't do the other thing six months from now or eight months from now. They just don't want you to plant so much seeds because they say you're supposed to play. You're supposed to have fun. You're supposed to go on vacations. You're supposed to, you know, allow yourself to embrace that inner child, sort of like the swimming pool, you know, conversation that we had earlier is they want you to be creative But they also, they know that there's a financial element to it, which I see, but they want you to have fun while you're doing it. And by the way, work doesn't always have to be fun. Like we're told that our hobbies should be work and our work should be a hobby. I think it's okay for like, we don't want to do readings 24 seven, right? Like that would be burnout. Right. So there's an okay, you know, a line that can be put between that. Wow. All right. Thank you for that. I and there is a grandma energy that is very loving. Like she is like, she's your person. There is a grandmother. She thinks of you as like five years old though. You know, she just Aww. has that. She is this tough guy over here. He's yeah. more helping you with regards to, um, 
like just the tough decisions that you're going to have to make within the next 12 months. All right. Tough. I say that in parentheses. Gotcha. Well, thank you so much. How about for our audience? What are you feeling for listeners? What are you picking up? Go ahead. So I feel like, and this is so generic and I don't really like the generic side of it, but there is such a journey that's going on for your listeners right now. Hmm. And everyone's on a different path of that journey. And it's so I'm a visual reader. So I see things. So like one person, I feel like just lost their pup just lost their dog that was like their soulmate. And Mm. I see another one that is going through this midlife. Do I get a second job? Do I quit the first one? Like I see all of these different journeys that are happening and everyone sort of put on pause right Mm. now. And Mm -hmm. it's not, I don't think it's fear. It's just like a timing situation. So they show that there is some amazing things that are going to be happening that are done with love, that are drawn in love. And whether we're being guided by the German shepherd that you lost, that's on the other side, or the furry yellow cat that, you know, Morris, the kind of cat that you lost on the other side, or a grandmother or a spouse or what have you, that they're holding your hand and they're walking you through this next chapter of your life. And it looks, it looks good to me. It Mm. looks positive. Turn off the news, turn off the negativity, turn off the doom and gloom. You can stay smart with what's going on, but don't drink the poison so much. Okay. So everybody hear that? That's a general reading for everybody. So if you're feeling like, uh, like you're almost in limbo, that's what I heard your reading say, Christy. If you're in a little bit of limbo, or maybe you just had some loss in your life, um, that it sounds like you're going to be coming through that at some point. It's, it's right? a new chapter. And it's, it's a interesting new chapter. Yeah. When we, were, okay. when we were pulling cards, trust yeah. came up. Oh, isn't and, that funny? We we're just talking about that. And Fun. your desires within reach. So awesome. like it's there and then creative expression. So nice. the creative expression is, you know, it doesn't mean paint a picture, but sometimes you have to be creative thinkers too. Okay. All right. I'm going to pull from my deck now, right? Okay. Okay, So here, so I'm going to pull everyone. um, So this is actually the emotional detox deck. I, I created this deck, Christy, I created it a couple years ago, believe it or not. And it finally have it available. So I'm going to pull what I pulled is a card that has two emotions on it, suppressed or encouraged. Okay. So Listeners can either, and you and I can connect as well. There, there might be something you're suppressing. You either attract, drawn to the suppression or the encouragement. So you pick which one, suppressed or encouragement. I don't know. Are you? Do you feel anything that you're suppressing, Christy? This meeting is being recorded. So what I'm sorry, what did you say? You said there's always something suppressing. There's always some suppression (laughs) of something. Anyway, yes. I mean, there is always something. You're right. So now I'm gonna pull for everybody who's listening, I'm gonna pull a card, something that we could all benefit from releasing. Okay. All right. So here it is. Ready? Christy, I'm going to, okay, I'm just going to pull it. Here we go. Oh, guess what it is. 
blame, blame, Christy, blame. (laughs) Who am I blaming? I, well, this is for everybody, Christy. This is not just for you. I'm feeling a bit vulnerable right now. This is for everybody. So I pulled the blame card. And whoever needs to hear that. Okay, let me read it. Blame can be most recognized by this. The little word, because. I feel this way because. Blah, blah. Blah, blah, right? Beep, beep, beep. However you want to fill that in. I don't feel this because. We can all think of something, right, Christy? Sure, sure. That's what we're talking about. The last card is once you clear blame, then you get to manifest something. um, And that is um, grace and inner beauty and gentle. So allowing yourself to be gentle with yourself. I don't know. How, what do you think of that spread? Christy? Yeah. You know, I, I think that everybody, especially in my office and in my own life, you know, again, we go through, like I'm the caregiver of my very ill dad and my husband has cancer. You know, we've gone through a really rough two-year patch. Hmm. And so I think that we do sometimes feel like we're the only ones going through whatever yeah, drama, trauma, we're going through. And even though we're like, No, I don't need any help. No, I'm okay. No, it's I got it covered. I think that we so often, we want someone to swoop in and help us. And yeah. yet we do blame we blame the universe. Why isn't yeah. anyone swooping in? And they're like, I'm sending you all these people saying, How can I help you? It's our own ego yeah. that gets in right. the way. Yeah. Or, or what have you. And, and, and I can certainly relate to it too. I mean, you know, if you're a parent out there listening, you know, we blame, you know, if, if, if this only were different or this was better then I wouldn't feel this way or, and so, um, you know, we all do it and, and it just being important to recognize it because what's coming in on the other end is, is this inner, inner beauty, this inner glow, right? Think of it that way. Once you release blame, because it is kind of blame is for lack of a better word, it is kind of ugly. It feels dirty. No, it does. It feels dirty. Doesn't it feel dirty? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It just, it kind of dims you, you know, and, and so release that and, and that inner beauty, that inner glow, that inner kindness and love and compassion can shine through. So those were the three cards I pulled. Go ahead. And you know what I hear a lot with regards to the blame too. So if you catch yourself saying easier said than done, there is some blame that you're throwing out there that you don't even realize that you're throwing out there. If someone's giving you advice and you're like, yeah, when it rains, it pours and easier said than done. You might want to backtrack and look at that because it is deserving to you, to your own soul. Yeah. And then you just, you don't feel good about yourself, right? I think Mm -hmm. that's what I mean by it's that the energy is kind of, again, lack of better word, ugly. It's like, you just, you don't feel good. You don't feel um, happy. You know, you, you don't have that, that sense of that inner strength that we've been talking about. So it's so worth if, if anybody's listening and Christy and I are being very vulnerable right here saying we too 
feel it, right? And and it came up so we can all begin to, you know, allow ourselves to just notice that when we when I love what you just pointed out, right? Easier said than done. That's blame. Yeah. 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 It muddies your own clarity. It just muddies your clarity, it muddies your Muddy. intuition. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, no, that felt that feels even better now. Just airing it out. Is there anything else that it, let's air it out, right? Everybody take their laundry out. <laughs> take a <laughs> deep breath. Release it. Release it. My favorite thing is vacuuming. I know that sounds so stupid, but when I vacuum, I envision like the archangels sucking all the stuff that I haven't been able to deal with in my own life. Yeah. So it's like vacuum it and then throw all of that crap out because you're not yeah. going to bed with all the stuff you're vacuuming. Right. You would be right. like, that's disgusting. Why are yeah. you doing it in your life? Don't do that in your life. Right. Absolutely. I, I love cleaning as well. I, I, can't, I can't believe I'm saying that, but I do. I actually enjoy it. <laughs> I do. Maybe it's a medium thing. I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. This has been, this has been wonderful. And I, I hope all the empaths out there enjoyed this and, you know, it's good to be open. It's good to be vulnerable. Learned a lot about that today that we don't, you know, the main takeaways I'm going to take from our conversation today is that, you know, just let your guard down, right? Sometimes blame is a little bit of that hard exterior, you know, and it's cover up for, I'm a little pissed. <laughs> yeah. Or a lot of pissed. Yeah. I'm a lot of pissed <laughs> and I'm a lot of annoyed right now. And we put on these covers and, and then it's like, then it gets heavier and it gets harder to release. Um, so once again, Christy, so you do, you do many things. You don't just write books, you do readings, I assume. And you have all sorts of stuff going on on your website is Christy Robinette.com. And, um, thank you so much for coming on just as spirit. Thanks so much for having me have a blessed rest of your year. Uh, <laughs> I will I apparently have some big decisions to make. <laughs> I gotta get ready. It's gonna be good though. It's gonna be it's good. Gonna Don't be blame good. that on me. Yeah. Don't blame that. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Just Ask Spirit. And I just want to remind everyone that this segment of Just Ask Spirit was sponsored by livingthegoodlifenaturally.com. That is a company you're going to want to check out. They sell magnesium. Love magnesium. If you're feeling out of balance, it's a good website. And if you put in Detox 10, Detox 10, you get 10% off. All my listeners get 10% off all their products. You can also go to my website, which is sherryannaboyle.com. Check out my latest copy of my book, Emotional Detox Now. Until next time, be well. And remember your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. Take care. Thank you for listening. Join Sherrianna next time to continue this remarkable journey of discovering the amazing power of your emotions. Reach out to Sherrianna directly on sherriannaboyle.com. Share your comments and ask your Just Ask Spirit questions. Until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.